Simplified Chaos, episode 161. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having a wonderful week. We've got another great episode here for you today. This is another one of our Against the Grain series episodes. Jilly, what are we going to be talking about, and what are we going against the grain this week? We are chatting all about health, well-being, just overall, you know, feeling good. Health. Yes, there's there's a lot of things that we're doing differently when it comes to our health, and I'm excited to share it. I think we can go down a couple rabbit holes on this episode, but there's going to be a lot of good information we're going to share, so stay tuned. But before we dive into health and how we're going against the grain, I'd like to show a little gratitude. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful for our daughter. <laughs> Who, Lucille? Oh, uh, yeah. Being, Why uh, would you be grateful for her? Well, her birthday's tomorrow. I know, my goodness. Um, for making me a mama, for changing my life, my world. I mean, we wouldn't be living the life we were today if it wasn't for her redirecting us and really looking at our life with a magnifying glass and creating our, you know, just creating our dream life, so to speak. And damn, can't believe she's going to be four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just like reminiscing. I was like watching like videos of her when she was younger. I'm sure like a lot of parents may or may not do that. Like with Google Photos, it's yeah, like things Google pop up. Google Photos just serves that shit right up. And I'm just like going down memory lane, like just watching her progress. And I don't know. It just, I'm not emotional yet. But I'm <laughs> going to be in my period in the mid month. So I'm sure it'll just like come out like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm having discussions with Lucille today. Lucille, I don't want you to grow up. How about you just stop? <laughs> She's like, no, mom, I really want to have a birthday party. Or like, I really want to do the pinata tonight. Like, yeah. think, I really want to have cupcakes, you know? It's just cute hearing like the reasons why. And man, I just can't get enough of her mind and her energy and just her. So I'm just, yeah, Lucille's rad, man. It's hard to top that one. Sorry about that. No, it's what all about good. you, chief? Well, I'm grateful for the gorgeous weather that we're experiencing and that we had this past weekend. We had temperatures in the low 80s and no humidity, which is kind of unheard of around here in Virginia slash Maryland. But it allowed us to get a lot done this weekend. And it was very pleasant doing that. So we went to the gym. Not to the gym. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Like, what are we I talking about? I don't think I've heard the word gym in your vocabulary. No. What years. the hell's a gym? <laughs> We went to the dump. Speaking of health, we don't Yeah, Yeah, we're going against the grain on that one too. <laughs> but you know, we went to the dump, then we came back here and I primered the door this weekend and painted the front door. So we gave our house a little uh, personality for its one year anniversary. So we painted the door a nice green. We had an opportunity to go to a winery. We had some pool time this weekend. I mean, it was just gorgeous. So 
I'm just so grateful that we, we had this awesome weather and that it, we had a lot of outdoor time and, and got to experience a lot of vitamin D. Agreed. Yeah. All right, Jilly. We're going against the grain. I'm going to yeah. say that a thousand times wow. this episode. <laughs> and today we're talking about health, nutrition, mental health, anything under health that you can think of. And to preface, we are not medical practitioners. No. We are not doctors. Please do not use this as a consult yes. at all or take our advice seriously. Please consult your yourself and I don't know. It's and a weird, medical like, professional, a whichever med- ones you trust. <laughs> exactly. Your trusted advisor in the health department. <laughs> yes. Today we're going to be talking about some things that have been really working for us, some pivots that we've made even since we started talking about, you know, health and nutrition and food when we started this podcast has, has changed a lot um, and particularly recently. But overall, I, I would say that the schmandemic Schmandemics? Has, can't say the P word. Why not? I don't know. You can get suppressed and stuff like that. Anyways, oh. <laughs> uh, has changed a lot in how we we view our health and in in general and you know we've made a lot of changes in particularly this year and we're just kind of excited to to share them because we do feel like what we're doing kind of goes against the grain of of what we're taught in school and what we're taught about health and and nutrition and so you know we just kind of want to share what's working with us today but again you know we are not medical experts we do a lot of reading ourselves and make decisions for ourselves, and we highly recommend that you talk with a trusted medical professional or a trusted nutrition professional to make any decisions in your lives. Totally. So where do you want to start here, Jilly? I mean, let me just say overall, I feel like before I viewed health as compartmentalized. I put things in different boxes, like there's a box for nutrition, that's separate. There's right. a box for therapy, that's different. There's a box for um, physical health, that's different. And I've learned, like, to me, it's all bullshit, like compartmentalizing it. And I think it's just like the system that we have all of these different specialty specialists mm-hmm. in all these different compartments. It's like, why isn't there like one person overall to like bring it all together, to marry it more, or to have people in our life that we can trust? And there are people out there, but like the, the doctors that I've gone to, it's like if I see an eye doctor, I go to a dentist, they're not asking me about my diet, you know, they're right. not asking me about lifestyle change, like habits. So I guess we're kind of trained or brainwashed, so to speak, that everything is supposed to be separate and now I'm realizing that everything is connected and I can say now that with the way we live it's I feel like everything is kind of falling into place now like with our lifestyle it's not like we're separating things into different places in our life it's like our movement is aligned to our lifestyle and the food we're eating is aligned to where we're living and it's local and our mental health is aligned to like what we're consuming the people we're Mm -hmm. around and i think all of that goes all together and that was not how i viewed health at all even someone who i was a nutrition coach um for some time and even the textbook and the content that i learned it's all it was all pretty much bullshit like i look back and i was just like man like there's so i've done so much growth I've had so much growth and evolving and learning and constant learning. Like it's not something that has just stayed the same and I've stayed stagnant. It's, it's quite 
magical too that it's it's changed so much and it's kind of going back to the way kind of we were supposed like we were starting in the beginning like just being mm-hmm. human beings and like eating the land you know eating the food we were farming and like the activity we did was getting out in the sun and moving our bodies and it all kind of like went hand in hand and it's interesting trying to connect those pieces now being that we don't live on a farm you know we're not raising our own food right now or you know so it's like how do we connect all of this beautiful nature stuff together to like live healthy vibrant lives and i i just love the direction that we're headed and it feels natural it feels like we're flowing with life versus against it and it's one of those topics that like you said like we want to share and talk about because maybe other people have been struggling with it as well and i think mindset movement nutrition what you consume input output like it's it all matters and it all is interconnected yeah i i want to touch a little bit upon what we are kind of taught and you mentioned something earlier like we had pretty much siloed different parts of our our health and what we really are discovering you know for ourselves is that it's a holistic approach. You can't just silo off one thing or another. There's so many things that affect different parts of um, your health. And so, you know, even when it comes to dental, your gut health can actually determine your gum health. It and does. It's, it's, it's crazy. So yeah. like, you know, dentists don't ask those kinds of questions about, you know, your what you're consuming and, and your gut health. And and so it just makes you wonder, like, you know, how haven't we put all these things together? And it's because there's been so many specialties. But like, you know, I, I look at the things that we're, we're taught about food, what we're taught about health. And, you know, it, it's very hard for me to trust somebody and a particular organization that rhymes with hoverment um, when they bring you stuff like called the food pyramid, that is complete bullshit. That is actually making you sicker. You know, when it's like the grains and stuff like, I mean, come on, but you know, it, it's, it's crazy to me that, you know, we're, we're taught all these different things, you know, we're, we're diving into a lot of different things about salt, um, and you know, how salt has gotten a bad rap and, and is almost demonized the same thing with, with, um, I don't want to call it meat, but like animal foods, you know, it, it can be anything within and fats, that. Yeah. yeah. And, and fat and, and all that stuff. And like everything that we've been told, you know, when you grow up and, you know, with the food pyramid and stuff like that, we're, we're discovering that there's the research that's out there is not really good research. A lot of it is epidemiology, which is not technically scientific. It's about feelings and whatnot. Um, but more importantly, like, a lot of the things that we believe are true are things that experts say are true, but have never actually had studies to actually back that up. It's only been true because expert has said it's true. And so like, there's just so many things that I feel like we've been fed that go against our health. And and it, it really, you know, it pisses me off to, to a certain extent, just because, you know, this is our health in our lives that, that, you know, we're, we're looking at. And, and, you know, right now we are in the middle of a pandemic and I, I feel like so many lives have can be saved if, if, you know, people were given the right health advice and, and nutrition and more importantly, the right nutritional advice, you know, a lot of things that we're discovering can be cured based on, on changes in diet and, and what people are consuming. And, you know, it's unfortunate, like a lot of the stuff at the supermarket is just freaking junk. 
um, that is full of seed oils and, you know, is heavily processed. And, and, and you know, we, we need to kind of get back to our roots. Actually, there was there's this one doctor who said, um, his, I think it was Dr. James Nicolantonio or something like that. I, I can't, I, I'm butchering his name, but he said, you should really start trusting foods that were around before 1900. And I was like, Wow, I mean that that's absolutely right. But yeah, I mean, we've we've taken a deep dive into into nutrition and, and have gone into a more animal based diet and very low, if not processed foods. And you know, we want to thank you know Dr. Bill Schindler, who has this amazing book um, that and, and he's been on a lot of podcasts as well. But it's called Eat Like a Human, and and that's really just kind of changed our lives and and changed you know our nutrition and and our outlook on health. And it's just been awesome. Yeah. And like I said, it, this is definitely like our personal journey. So please do your research as well. But we will put in the show notes um, some of the resources that we have found extremely helpful. But yeah, as far as food, like we've kind of gone back to like the natural flow of things. Like right where we live, we live in central Virginia. There's a lot of great local farms and small businesses that produce and make their own food. So we know the people that are making it. So right now we're consuming like local meat. We're going straight to the farm to talk to them about, you know, the food and the animals and to check out the scenery and what's right. the conditions. And, you know, we're, we're going to a local spot to buy like cheeses made with ingredients that cheeses are supposed to be made with. Like this book that we've been reading has like been so eye-opening on like the ingredients that's supposed to be in cheese. And most of the cheeses in the grocery store the ingredient rennet that's supposed to be in cheese to help the fermentation process. And I hope, I don't, I hope I'm not butchering this and I don't want to quote anything, but it's missing in almost all of the cheeses in the grocery mm-hmm. store, maybe for two or three. And it's just fascinating. The more we dive into like the way things are supposed to be processed or made so that humans can consume it and get the bang for their buck of nutritional value versus like wasted crap going in our bodies and then coming back out or making us sick it's just not happening so we've been we haven't been driving that far to get to get really good (laughs) things and if we do it's like it's worth it we know how we're feeling our energy levels nick and i are going to be getting some blood work done we want to have some more data on this but we've been feeling really good it's great being able to kind of go back and stick to like local produce local food Um, not many hands have been in the mix and like preparing it and like getting it on the shelf. It's like straight from the farm. So yeah, I I would say our food consumption has been dramatically changed in that we're just kind of being mindful of where our food comes from, trying to get it locally sourced and buying it as close to real as we can. Um, yeah, no, that, that, that's definitely been like a big part of it and and you know it's it's funny like once you start eating i don't want to call it real foods but you know foods that have not been processed it's such a a difference like you eat and then you know when you feel full you don't feel like that full bloaty kind of ness it's it's more of like you feel satiated like you know i'm i'm good and you have that energy throughout the day And it's just, you know, an amazing feeling. And you can really tell, like, when you eat something that is processed, I mean, it is night and day in in the way that you feel. Like, it's a different kind of fullness, so to say. I mean, it it is bloatiness. I mean, we, over the weekend, indulged a little bit. And, 
you know, had some, uh, you know, wood fire pizza from a, a good pizza place around here, but felt like shit afterwards. I was ready to take a nap. Like it just didn't, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't feel optimal after that. And, you know, it's good to have those reminders that, totally. hey, you know, yeah, this, this food tastes good, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's not doing anything for me except for that instant gratification on, on the taste and, you know, tastes are manipulated because things are processed. So, you know, we're, we're really, you know, diving deep into, again, like an animal-based kind of diet, a sapien diet. There's a lot of different names for it, um, you know, very heavy on, on animal or, or meat, um, supplemented with fruit, um, certain vegetables that are low in toxicity, and a lot of salt. Um, you know, salt has been, you know, making a comeback. And the one thing that I've noticed about you know, having a, a higher salt intake is that I have zero desire for, for sugar anymore. Like sweet things just are not, you know, I, I just don't even crave it. Like I hear the word chocolate or ice cream and I'm just like, eh, I don't, I don't need that. And, and, and I used to be the first person to line, I would devour a Hershey's bar or uh, <laughs> a Reese's peanut butter cup or, you know, a half tub of ice cream. Like that was, that was my jam. And just now, the thought of it is just like, eh, you know, I'd, I'd rather have a banana or something like yeah. that. You know, something that I know is going to, you know, nourish my body is nutrient dense and, you know, is going to help bolster our immune systems and, you know, prevent us from being sick. You know, a, another thing is I, I know we've been talking heavily about food, but, you know, I kind of want to pivot at this point and, and talk about some of the, the other things that I feel are really contributing not only to our mental health, but or our physical health, but our mental health as well. And that is being outside and, and getting into the sun and, you know, soaking it in as, as much as possible. It is the best source of vitamin D that you can get. And, you know, I, I used to wear sunglasses. Now I'm not wearing sunglasses. I'm letting the, eye, the sun get in through my eyes. I'm letting the sun get on my skin. And, you know, just it's helping just rejuvenate everything about everything. It's, the, it's one of the greatest medicines out there. Yeah, well, I was going to say something real quick about the sweet tooth thing. Oh, yeah. I think what helps Sorry. also, no, no, <laughs> is that um, we're learning a lot about raw honey, and I've been consuming it on the daily, and I I don't know if that helps, but I love having it in my cup of coffee. I know you love putting it on your meat, and we're learning about all of these amazing benefits um, to our immune systems, and then even to our teeth. I know like a lot of there's a, a couple of dentists out there, holistic yeah. dentists, that are talking about the benefits of raw honey overall for our system, and we we've been doing that on the reg too, which is kind of nice because, like you said, I don't really crave anything sweet either. I haven't bought a dark chocolate bar in a long time <laughs> at the grocery store. Ice cream doesn't even really get me excited anymore because I know how I'm gonna feel. Because most of the time it's not like super, super well processed and or non-processed. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, so the raw honey has definitely been like, you know, if I am like wanting something sweet, it's definitely like a, a great, I don't know, adjustment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now there's there's some great fruits and, and, and stuff like that that are a good substitute that are just nutrient dense and, and just great for you. Yeah, but as far as mindset, absolutely 100% with just getting outside. And uh, I used to be a runner back in the day. Um, well, that's kind of physical, but oh, shit, I'm convoluting them some. Um, <laughs> mindset, sorry, let me pivot here. Okay, so not only getting outside, but I will say uh, I used to have a acupuncturist who was basically my uh, therapist. Yes, yeah. 
and I had, I went to her for, um, infertility reasons. And I kind of stayed with her for about three, three years maybe. And she basically helped me through a lot of tough times and stress in my life. And I kept thinking like, when we moved to Virginia, I need to refine a replacement. Um, I'm really going to miss her. Come to find out she instilled a lot of amazing practices in me and tools that I can use. So I, I think I was quick to try to replace her, but realizing I can't replace her and the relationship we had, but I've found a lot of great tools for my mindset. One of them being really easy is just reading good shit at night Yeah. or straight in the, and like start my day and end my day. Like it doesn't have to be a five chapters. It could be a quote. It could be a couple paragraphs, anything that I know it's going to uplift my inside. So that way I'm feeling confident and just loving myself, you know, to show up with the day, to be more patient, to be more grounded, to go with the flow of life, to be more present with Lucille, which is so needed in parenthood. I believe it's hard to kind of, I don't know, sometimes savor the moments when it could be really tough with parenting. And, um, so that has been getting outside and Mm -hmm. reading good stuff (laughs) has been extremely helpful with, um, priming my mind. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I discovered earlier this year, and, and it's just kind of around the same time that, you know, I was really diving into to the nutrition stuff, like you'd always been kind of in tune with that. But like, I, I had kind of a eureka moment when we went out to Arizona in February. And I was just consuming a lot of new material, um, learning more about the animal based diet. And, you know, I, I one day I, I just remember, and I think this was before we went to Arizona, but like, I just remember being very agitated and I, I guess I had a long day at work and I was just very short, you know, with Lucille after I got off and, and there was time where I know I should have been enjoying time with her, but for some reason, like just the smallest things were just making me like really just anxious and just short. And so, you know, what you, you've always told me and Yes, you were right. I'm saying that. But you always told me, you know, even when, you know, I was working, you know, before the pandemic, you're like, did you go outside and walk? And I'd always be like, no, no, I didn't. Well, you know, now, like, I find that that's such a rejuvenating part of my day. And and I take it midday, you know, I I go outside and take a, a 40 minute walk, you know, during my lunch. And I mean, it's just done miracles for for my mindset. And you know, I show up better for Lucille later in the day when I get off of work. But, you know, just more importantly, like it breaks up that work day for me too. Like, you know, it is a, it is a ritual now. It is not even like, it's almost a non-negotiable. There are, there are, I can maybe count on one hand how many days that I've missed walking mm, um, during lunch since I've, I've made that decision. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not just a, a physical thing, you know, because walking is good for you, but it, it's great for my mental clarity and and again you know it helps me show up and and be my best for for you jill and and for for lucille so yeah i i highly encourage building in some time for any kind of physical activity whether you like to run whether you like to walk um if you like to to hit up the gym or you know in in the house i i do push-ups and and squats you know and um, some planks, you know, in my office between meetings and stuff like that. That's just where I fit it in. But like, you know, you can build it into your day and it's, it's very easy. Yeah. I think, well, it, it sounds easy. I know it's hard to start a habit, but it's hard I, to start a habit. That is I true. Think just starting small and picking one thing and just integrating it and then just feeling, seeing how it feels like, 
I'm glad Nick felt the benefits of being recharged and rejuvenated, just taking walks. And now it's like, you don't want to stop. That feeling is like amazing. Like, why would we stop what feels good, especially if it's from nature? Like, it just seems silly. Um, but I had one more thing to add to mindset. One thing that's been helping me tremendously is just writing. Um, writing what's in my head, writing maybe um, if I'm dreaming about something and I'm excited about it, just jotting it down. Sometimes I don't even know what I want to write about and then I'll just put pen to paper and things will just come up. It could be fears, it could be anxiety, it could just be these little tiny negative narratives in my head that I think are just inhibiting me from growth and from enjoying my life. So Writing has definitely unfolded and got a lot of shit out of my head on mm. paper. And then once you read it, you realize how like ridiculous some of it sounds. And I'm like, why would I, why would I even let that run my life and control it? Like the brain is just so powerful and magical. And it is like one of the greatest tools that I think inhibits us from doing what we truly want to do in life and living the best life that we or intentional life that we want. So I would just say like, there's no method to my madness with writing. It's literally like I, I just sit there and if something comes up or I'm thinking about the day of something we want to do or an activity will be happening with Lucille and mm-hmm. a, a feeling will come up and I'll just start writing. And it's been basically kind of like my therapist in a way. I just get it out and reread it and then realize like I can totally pivot from this and redirect my thoughts and have a much better day. Absolutely. That's that's one area where I've 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 not explored as much as you in an area that I'm, I'm intrigued by and I want to start doing that. So that, that is something I will incorporate. I mean, we've been making a ton of changes and you know, I got to get comfortable with what you're doing before you can add something else. And that's kind of like my next step is like, that's one area where I want to really explore. And, and, and so, yeah, that, that's going to be something that uh, I add to the list this year. Well, you do a form of writing our journals. I will say the art of, just kind of like jotting down what our goals are plans things we want to improve on like having things that we want to do to get better or just things that we want to have fun this year like having that down on paper and being able to look at it all the time and go back and reflect like that aspect of writing i feel like it gets all of that stuff out of your head and it's fresh right there so if you forget what your goals were it's kind of like this great reminder like hey remember when you said you wanted to do this like oh yeah let me see if I can try if this is going to work for this month or this month and giving yourself grace and like, it's okay if I don't get everything done, but it's nice to always be reminded of what you were dreaming about at the beginning of the year yeah. and how has that shifted and what have you accomplished? It's so that is a beautiful act. I think that you are doing, you're not giving yourself credit for It's just the art of planning and writing that shit down. That's true. But yeah, want to get more, more thoughts by Jack Handy down. Jack Handy. Yeah. <laughs> What is that? Oh, that's from uh, what was that show? Not uh, Mad TV. I think it's like Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy oh, or something gosh, like I that. I used to love Mad TV. Yeah. <laughs> and another area that I I wanted to explore here because I feel like we do go against the grain on that. Although I I could be totally wrong, but our sleep game is on point. And what I mean by that is that you and I both get a solid eight hours of sleep uninterrupted sleep almost every night and i feel like that is just not something as a society that that we strive for like i i know there's a lot of people out there like 
you know, sleep is for the weak and, you know, you know, especially the, you know, the entrepreneurial type, it's just like, you know, who needs sleep when you can be doing X, Y, and Z and, and sleep is such an important thing. And it's what rejuvenates you. It's what helps you keep you at optimal health. It helps with memory. There's, there's just so many things about sleep and I'm reading this really good book right now. It's called why we sleep. And it's just, amazing to me like all the benefits of of getting sleep and and good sleep and and getting you know the full time of sleep and falling asleep at the same time you know with your circadian rhythm like it's just so important and and so you know we've we've have a cycle like you and i are pretty much asleep between 10 45 and 11 and you know we wake up at at 7 a.m so that's our our solid eight hours of sleep now I know there's a lot of people who are out there like, well, you know, you need to get up early at like 5:45 and seize the day. But not every. What I'm learning is like not everybody's cycle is like that, and and you have to, you know, really just kind of be in tune with with how you are. And and I think you know people are starting to get a little bit more flexible in this day and age of like remote working. Is that you know some people are better later in the morning, some people are early risers, and you know like to get stuff done right away. Um, I'm all about playing to your strengths and, and, you know, showing up when you're at your best. So like, yeah, that, when you fall asleep is, is, you know, it's kind of up to you, but like, as long as you're getting that, that solid uninterrupted sleep for, for eight hours, like that's just a, a, a huge key to, to optimal health. And, and I think that's a big part for, you know, why you and I stay, you know, healthy and I'm knock on some wood here, oh you know, um, you know, through the last two and a half years and, and, you know, overall in life is that we, we value sleep. Like that is something yeah. that is very important to us. And we don't have any babies. So I know like that can't be helped clearly if you have young yeah, ones. Yeah, that absolutely. That is a necessity that you just have to. No, you're just going to let them uh, cry the entire night without anything. But yeah, but like with all these topics, like I know there's so many nuances and there's going to be like, it's a lot of gray. So like, yeah, there are going to be like consistently Nick and I sleep very well. But um, yeah, I mean, there's one or two nights, maybe like a month if maybe like I can't, but it's, it's very rare. Um, so I'm just kind of keep listening to my body and it's kind of funny how we're both diving into topics and reading and re- researching just like basic need books like yeah, sleep yeah. food mindset it's like the most basic things that we really weren't tra- trained well in our life life has just gotten so complicated it, and, and i think we've <laughs> we've overcomplicated the basic things in lives that help us stay healthy and keep us you know moving forward as human beings and you know, it's, it's really that I, I think we're, we're kind of now coming back full circle. I, I think a lot of people have had a wake up call in the last two and a half years and are now prioritizing their health and prioritizing, you know, their self care and their, their mindset. Like we've been through hell the last, a lot of us have been through hell in the last two years. And, you know, some people have, you know, thrived during this time and other people's have, have struggled. Um, we've we've been in the mindset from the very beginning is we're gonna find a way to thrive through this thing and and you know we we don't want to change our lives you know very much you know we still love to travel there's still a lot of things that we love to do and we have 
discovered a lot of things about ourselves and and you know have built ourselves for the better because of this whole situation well it's funny you said we don't want to change our lives but i'm thinking like so many shifts and changes have happened but i i know what you mean well yeah like, i meant like you know the, more feel... the social aspect and and, and us you know doing the things that we want to totally. do but yeah i mean we did change a, a lot of our lives though i mean we we, we moved three hours from our home <laughs> and you know don't read you know don't regret it one bit. Like we are where we're supposed to be right now. And, you know, it's, we, we listen to ourselves. We listen to the universe, whatever you want to call it. We took advantage of, uh, you know, a situation that, you know, timing was could have gone every way. So yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's, it's about, you know, again, kind of, again, going back to that mindset is, it's just finding the, the positives in, in situations where, you know, it's it maybe not be the best of times or so. Yeah. And I think all of these things that can be under the health umbrella have in common is that it all of these I think involve at least in my perspective slowing the fuck down. Yes. Like slowing down and just taking inventory of like how do I feel? What do yeah. I want? Um, what is what are some small changes I can make? What can I take off my plate? What do I want to add to my plate? So I think all of this has in common is that we had to slow our life down to really listen and feel what was happening because I know there's when you're live when you're have a full-time job and you're like you have a big mortgage and like you've got kids and it's like all of these things this hamster wheels going 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 and you feel like I don't have a breather when I sit down I probably just want to like maybe watch TV or Netflix or just like maybe I just want to sleep so <laughs> I think just creating space or finding the space and making it happen no matter what chaos is in your life just mm-hmm. to listen and make time to like take inventory of just how you feel and how are you working and not to settle for anything less and just, I don't know, finding ways to optimize any weaknesses or struggles that you may have, have um, I think have been really key in our journey for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's been being very intentional with our time and even our quote unquote downtime, you know, do we want to watch Netflix or do we want to read something that's going to help improve, you know, our lives and, um, you know, our daughter's life. So like, there's just, you know, we, we have that choice and, you know, we oftentimes, you know, do we watch Netflix every now and then? Sure. You know, yeah, YouTube TV, whatever (laughs) it's on every now and then, but you know, for the most part, we're, we're being very intentional with our time, trying to learn and grow and, and be our best selves and, you know, be the best parents we can be for, for Lucille. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at. Oh, and I know, I don't think we talked much about movement besides walking, but I just want to say that um, my quote unquote gym routine right now is playing tag, um, duck, duck, goose, walking in nature. (laughs) Um, I lift these 34 pound weights every day. It's called Lucille, my daughter. Um, We've been swimming a lot. Um, I've been biking a lot in our e-bike, which has been really fun. I run from time to time when I have to play tag running isn't really my bag so much but I will run with children so that's my like crazy gym routine that's just filling up my cup these days yeah mine's <laughs> doing perfect form push-ups in front of you it's pretty sexy yeah. I agree. awesome well anything else you wanted to add I think we covered a lot of different topics on on health here but is there anything else you wanted to bring to the mix here Jilly um just that I hope who who's ever listening just knows that we're absolutely not perfect and no. we know health is not black and white, but 
we did want to just share our personal journey so far. And I know a lot of things we are doing, it may not be the norm. It may not be what, um, you know, your local cohort or society might be doing, but so going against the grain as far in this aspect, we've been having amazing benefits inwardly and outwardly. And if you guys want to chat more about this, like please hit us up on Instagram, yeah. simplify.chaos with the K. That would be awesome to hear about your journeys and things you're learning because we're always growing alongside with you. Hell yeah. All right. We've dropped a lot of resources in this episode here for you, which we will put in the show notes. But Jilly... What resource do you have for our listeners in our resource section? <laughs> I found a blog post that was titled 12 Benefits of Inner Peace. I know like we've dropped a lot of nutrition stuff, so I thought it'd be fun to go dive inward. Let's do it. Um, you might have a busy, hectic lifestyle. Inner peace might sound like an unachievable fantasy for you. You might feel like peace and calm are about as out of reach as winning the lottery. But peace isn't merely the absence of noise or chaos. Inner peace is an intentional decision you have to make each day, sometimes even multiple times during the day. In essence, inner peace is having peace of mind mentally, physiologically, and spiritually. There are many amazing benefits to making the choice to live with inner peace, regardless of what your life looks like right now. Here are 12 of the many benefits of having inner peace, and I'm just going to read them, but they dive into each one specifically. Sounds which good. Which will be in the show notes. Number one, improved health. Number two, better sleep. Number three, improved relationships. Number four, the ability to focus. Number five, being free from the past. Number six, living in the present moment. Number seven, the feeling of self-control. Number eight, patience with yourself and others. Number nine, not worrying about what others think. Mm -hmm. Number 10, intentional living. <laughs> Number three, others cannot... Intentional living? What is that? <laughs> number 11, others cannot manipulate you. And number 12, more energy... And that's it. But they dive into each of these um, specifically. It's just, unfortunately, we don't have all the time to do that with you, but it'll definitely be the link in the show notes. I thought that list was like really unique on some of them and I did not think about, but when I'm like, I was like shaking my head as I was reading and I'm like, yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that too. <laughs> okay. I'm going the right direction, you know, so. Awesome. Yeah. Good resource. So check that out in the show notes. Like Jill said, we will drop the link in there. And Jilly, how about the quote of the day? The quote of the day is from Anonymous. <laughs> Hip-hop Anonymous. When your body, mind, and soul are aligned with nature, optimal health can be yours. So true. <laughs> so true. It is. <laughs> All right, and your take action challenge today is? Make your health your bitch. Now, oh, <laughs> that was a little harsh. <laughs> that was a little harsh, but I think yeah, I, I think your take action challenges is to really kind of you know look in and and see you know if there's anything you want to improve, and if so, find the right resources and, and make the change. Experiment, man. So yeah. many of these changes have happened just because we're like, let's see how how it, how we feel. Yeah. And absolutely then we either continue it or we're like yeah it's not for us so it's i think health is all about it's one big experiment which i think no one talks about either yeah. it's like experimenting safely though you know what i mean yeah but yeah take the risk if it's for your health's sake and take a cold shower that's another <laughs> way i'm going against the grain right now 
and it's amazing. Yeah, they are. I so agree. that's your bonus Ew. against the grain. A little cold sprinkle that's there. That's right. Cool. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today. And we will see you again next week. See y'all later.